podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Struggling with debt? Bills, loans, credit cards? Need a way out? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt matters. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global at the Haymaker Gym here on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. It's a beautiful Vauxhall. day today. It's a beautiful day, sun shining. Um, Derek just did some real intense sparring. I was really happy with what I saw today. He's tuned in. He's uh, looking good. He's looking as good as... Remember the, the, the combination that took out Spilka? You know, when he just put them together and you thought, oh, why can't he just do it all the time? He's doing it all the time now. So we've, we've got him into a place where he's putting his combinations together, closing down the range, getting his head moving, and, do, and, and fighting, fighting his best fight. And uh, he's going to need it uh, against Usyk because he's a, a very tricky customer. So, you know, we're, hopefully this week we'll have something firmed up. Um, it's not looking like there's going to be much crowd. You know, government legislation has uh, meant... It's really put the brakes on any crowds getting into venues, unfortunately. So I'd much prefer Derek to fight with a crowd cheering, bringing him on, because he, he fights on instinct. He fights, he fights for his fans. He fights for the crowd. And um, I've been to some of the shows now when there's no crowd, and it's an eerie, eerie vibe. But it's quiet here in the gym when he's sparring, and he's, he's doing what needs to be done. But um, yeah, if, if there isn't a crowd, that really does, I think, you know, it loses a little bit of uh, home advantage because when there's no crowd cheering, it's, it's, it's pretty even. When I spoke to Derek about five weeks ago, he, he kind of said, look, he's, he wouldn't be or doesn't want to rather yeah. uh, fight without the crowd. Today, he's obviously saying that it, you know, it might be forced into a situation where if he wants to fight this year with Usyk, he may not have a choice. Yeah, that's, that's effectively the options. You can, you can fight with no crowd now or roll the dice aged 36 where you don't know if the rules are going to maybe what, happens, what makes us think in six months time there's not going to be another wave and we're going to be back in the same position again so understandably that's why, why I believe um, uh, Dylan White has opted for a rematch as soon as possible with Povetkin because if you leave it if he doesn't take this take this slot that seems to be available for him then who knows when the next one is so I think fighters are now taking taking fights on whatever notice they can get just to make sure they can get the work in. Keep seeing social media posts from Alexander Usyk uh, trolling, goading Derek. It's been quite, it's light, yeah. light-hearted and, yeah. and relatively amusing. He was on a, a, a canoe the other yeah. day with his Derek, Derek, which, yeah, I mean, it's Usyk. Yeah, it's Usyk. He's got a big personality, massive fan base over here. You know, he's a um, very, very tricky customer. Most person, most people have Usyk in their top five pound for pound if you ask most experts you know what his, his body of work at cruiserweight his uh you know, you know his skill set you know the way he's you know always consistently fought very very good fighters you know all the, the the amount of world champions active current world champions that he's beaten is ridiculous and um i understand why people are not giving Derek saw a shot you know because on paper it does it doesn't look that great for him but you guys aren't seeing what I'm seeing every day in the gym. I'm sure Usyk's looking good himself, but the fact Usyk's up for the fight, you know, both fighters want it, and um, it's it's going to be very, very, very explosive because, you know, Derek knows 
the moment it turns into a boxing match, jab for jab, you know, that, that's, that's not what Derek's uh, advantage is in this fight. His advantage is size, aggression, you know, he, he knows he may have to walk through some to get to him. But when you're 118 kilos fighting someone who's, you know, naturally 90 kilo fighter who's eaten himself up to 100 kilos or whatever, who has, who's only had one fight in effectively two years, you know, anything can happen in his game, as you saw with uh, Povetkin. Everyone said he was over the hill, 42 years of age. Best days were behind him. He pulls out one of those shots. All it takes is one shot in the heavyweight division, and uh, it can change things. So we're not hoping for that one shot. We're, he's he's going he's gonna to break. He's going to. He's going to be forced to break him down. But he's got to get to grips with him first. It's uh, It's like. Uh, He's going to be under pressure every round from the skills, from the speed. So no one's got any illusions about uh, U6 abilities. We know what he's about. So we're trying to get tricky, slippery customers in the in the in the gym, in preparation, in sparring, and we're doing that. I've had Sane Agashi in here, who's very very tricky to to nail, to to to, to pin down. So he's 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 got good preparations, and you know I'm just looking for hopefully hopefully this week. I was talking to Eddie yesterday. So hopefully we can um, sort of firm things up this week um, officially. So when you say officially, could we potentially hear like a confirmed date by the end of the week? Possibly, yeah, possibly. At least we'll, we'll agree terms hopefully this week, maybe possibly the week after that. Um, but it's, you know, it's a situation where there's not that many options. There's not many options out there. So fighters have got to do what they've got to do if they want to do it. And... Um, Good thing Derek's head's in the right place. You know, he's he's trained long and hard. He's he's probably spent more time consistently training than at any other time in his life, and he's going to need to have because the task in front of him. You know, some people are saying it's a mission impossible. Um, I don't see it that way at all. You know, you got one fighter on paper who's head and shoulders above technically um, as an amateur professional world champion, won all the belts at Cruiserweight, lineal champion, ring magazine champion, and now he's fighting someone, you know, like Derek, who's lost nine professional contests. So in Usyk's mind, why would he have to worry about that? But he doesn't know what Derek brings. Derek doesn't fight in a traditional sense. He throws very awkward looping punches and, you know, he, he bobs sometimes when he should weave and it, it throws people off. I've seen it happen, you know, and... Uh, now, people think I'm mad um, having as much confidence as I do going into this fight, but I can I can see Derek I, I can see Derek putting off like a massive massive upset. We expect to hear. Did I get you half convinced there by a little bit. But... David, you always half convince me. You're <laughs> one of the best talkers in the game. Um, we expect to hear confirmation of Dillian White's rematch with Povetkin today at some point. Obviously, it's about one o'clock here on the 15th of September but I know you've spoken about it numerous times um, after the fight but in your opinion what does he have to do to ensure that there are no kind of shocks upsets slip ups in this rematch because this is a risky fight it's a bit it's a risky fight it's not as risky as it seemed the first time around you know it's you know Povetkin has always had that equaliser you know if you look at his fight he was having quite an even fight with Takam um, and he pulled that le that left hook come up a cut same thing again it was pretty much identical punch and uh, 
Takam's got a granite chin, took him out in one shot. So he has that. And they say the last thing a fighter loses is his punch. Povetkin's in 42. You know, George Foreman won the heavyweight title age 45. So, um, you know, he's had a lot, of, a lot of tough fights over the years. But, you know, Dylan should, you know, forget about having a boxing match with this guy. You know, forget about jab for jab. Just jump on him. Same way he jumped on uh, Joseph Parker. He just implemented his physical attributes, which is his raw strength. He's so physically strong. He's got a nice jab. Really rammed that jab down his throat. Don't sort of pick punches and try and... I don't know what he was doing. He wasn't... He didn't box like he usually boxes. And the reason why he's had so much success over the years is because, you know, he's so rough and tough and he's just, he's, he's got a very awkward style, but he kind of went a bit more traditional in the fight and sort of just, and he was winning the fight doing that, but obviously against someone as um, experienced as Povetkin, you know, all it takes is that one opportunity. You know, he got, he, he kept throwing that left hook to the body, left hook to the body. And uh, there were obviously hard shots because Dylan started bringing his right arm down to block it. And the moment he brought it down and leaned forward, he copped the, the, the left uppercut. And I think if that same shot hit anybody, it'll be over. So he needs to... Was he getting hit with that shot in sparring? I don't know. Maybe he needs to review his sparring, watch the sparring back and say, OK, is this, a, is this something that I do consistently? And if it is... We need to drill that out in this next training camp, make sure whatever it was I did wrong in that fight, we need to eradicate that and put something else in place. So as long as he's got, a, he's got people who are going to analyse not just what he did well, because we know he can do well, but what he wasn't doing um, as good as he could. I, did, I don't think his jab was as imposing as it usually is. I thought he seemed to be leaning too far over his front foot, um, which in, in turn would, would give the opportunity for the uppercut for Bovetkin. I think he needs to bring his weight back. Do you use that jab? When he throws that jab, he's got a, his jab reminds me of Larry Holmes when he's, when he's loose. Pops it out there. It's a real lovely shot. He seemed to lean, it was getting too close and his hands were higher. I don't know, he just, he just didn't seem his usual self. Although he was winning the fight comfortably, putting him down a couple of times in round four. It's only as, he only as good as the, the result of the fight. And although he was winning for the first, first few, few rounds, a knockout victory, a knockout loss, you know, is, is, is tough to come back from. But he's coming straight back. Is it the right thing to jump straight back in there to the, against the guy who's knocked you out? You know, does he need to, you know, have a holiday, just relax? And, or does he just go straight back to Portugal, just jump back on the first climb and just get back to training? That's what it seems like he's done. You know, I know being stopped a few times over the years, instinctively your ego just says, i just got to go back in there and prove I'm better. And that might be enough. That might just, you know, the desire, maybe the desire wasn't there before. Maybe he thought, you know, this guy is way past his prime. It's an easy night's work for me. I'm going to take this guy out. And maybe he didn't really switch on technically. Physically, he was in great shape. He wasn't even out of breath. I saw him in the corners. He seemed perfectly fine. Just the technical aspects just seemed a little bit out. I think they can be improved. So as long as his team, you know, tidy a few of the, the rough edges up, he should on paper, be able to reverse that last loss. Everything's always on paper, isn't it? On paper, yeah. It's a simpler paper. life on paper. It is. Life is very simple on paper. But once again, he's been knocked out, and that was a very, very heavy knockout. How about when he gets hit with a shot that he took earlier? Will, it, will, that, will he have flashbacks of that? I don't know. You know. Some people, once they've been knocked out like that once, it happens more and more. 
you get hit on the chin, it sends a signal to your brain to go to sleep. So that signal has been made. You know, when he got um, stopped by AJ, he was kind of exhausted anyway. He was really tired. He had one arm. This time he went from being completely fresh to asleep, fully asleep. And has that had any long-term repercussions? It's unknown. We'll know when he starts sparring, but the fight's already been signed. If things don't go well in sparring, what, is he going to cancel the fight? I don't know. It's just, it's just a, it's a tough situation him and his team find themselves in, but it's, uh, it's a, a sport and a time where you need to make moves. You've got to do whatever needs to be done. And he really wants to get back into that position. But that's, that thousand days he'd been, he'd been waiting patiently, you know, treading water for his opportunity. He's, you know, he's gone right back to the, back to the start again, unfortunately, poor guy. Um, but everything happens for a reason. Let's hope he, uh, he can regroup and um, eradicate that last um, unfortunate loss. Okay, I know you're on your way out, David, so I appreciate your time as always, and hopefully we get some news at some yeah, point soon, this soon week or early next week. As soon as we know anything, everybody knows everything nowadays. There's not, not much happening that everybody doesn't really know because there's so little actually happening. You know, I know there's a Dylan White uh, press conference about Povetkin and it hasn't even been done yet. So one, everybody knows everything before it even happens anyway at the moment. So, um, yeah, you'll know as soon as, as soon as I know, probably everyone else will know. David Hay, thank you very much. Talk to Eiffel TV and hopefully we'll catch up with you again soon. I'm sure. Talk to you soon. Struggling with debt? Bills? Loans? Credit cards? Need a way out? Knock your debt out. With Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt matters. Sports Social Podcast Network.